when John's not here, my whole world falls apart. There's a dagger deep in my heart. I don't know where to start. My eyes are one big tear, cause John's not here. Now nothing goes the way I planned. Where's the host that our fans demand? The show's real off brand. I miss my Johnny dear, but John's not here. He left me all disconsolate. About as lonely as I could get Hey, I'm all regret My sadness is sincere But John's not here Nothing left for me to say He packed his bags and he went away Now there's hell to pay I'm trembling with fear Cause John's not here John, you know I miss you, you know I'm sorry, I hate that goddamn orange cat, but I love you. So I'll, I'll just jump right in. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. If you die in the podcast, you die in real life. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Quentin Reviews, and I am Jim Davis. Listeners, Jonathan Gibson, for the second week in a row, is unable to join us on account of um, falling in love and getting married. Uh, his priorities are all out of whack. What can what can we say? I, I agree. I agree. I I, uh, I put it all on a line to be back. To be here I, with you, right? We I would absolutely very would grateful absolutely, for that. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I was supposed to get married today as well. Yeah, some would I, say that I'm married to podcasting about Garfield. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, I I guess also to my wife, but you know, what can anyway? <laughs> um, listeners, today is Monday, April 16, 19, whatever. She had to go to the Apple Store, so here I am. Her phone's not working. Uh, it's Monday, April 16, 1984. Today we're reading the 2,129th Ever Garfield strip. Um, in today's strip, depression is contagious. Uh, and, and Quentin, maybe now's the time for me to say thank you for joining us again on the program. Um, it's, 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 it's a rare guest host who signs up once and then comes back a second time after they realize what they've done. Um, so we're grateful for your poor decision-making. Um, I think you chose this particular week. Um, I think you signed up with this week in, in mind. Is that right? Yeah, I was just going through. I, I think I did. I signed up for this podcast years ago. You guys are so <laughs> slow. Like, I, I, I literally it was years and years ago, and I was we should had that really pick up the pace. <laughs> yeah, and and I, I I was just going through. I was like, I'm a big enough Garfield name that I can be on this thing more than once. I'm not being <laughs> so. I I just started going through and being like, well, I could uh, I could sign up here and here, you know. And for some reason, this week 
stood out to me and i can't remember why <laughs> hmm. we'll find we'll find out i i honestly i've not looked at this week in advance um and so we'll find out why i don't i i know that i know that i signed up for the for the week i was born but i think you'll get there in like 2032 oh god <laughs> that is that is horrifying um it it's possible it's possible that this podcast ends with the Muncie the live broadcast from Muncie on what would it be June nineteenth, twenty twenty eight? Is Garfield fifty? Yeah, that makes um, sense. I assume we will be live in Muncie, and at that point, that's probably just when the rapture happens, and we'll be we'll be carried off to to Garfield heaven. Yes, um, of course. God, I I mean, we can only hope. <laughs> I know that Norm never running 50 in like 10 months. Oh, wow. Is that true? Uh, I think so. I think it's, I, th I think Norm Nat started in 1973. So, oh, wow. So that's coming up. Yeah. And then the uh, prototype Garfield started in January 1976. But I think we all, pref we're all really interested in the syndication anniversary. <laughs> I, I, uh, listeners to this program are just nuts about syndication. They, yeah, um, I, I, we're still unsure how to handle the proto Garfields. Um, I feel like we just need to start going back in time to record those. Is the only anyway. Um, listeners, this is a standard three paneler. Um, panel one. Ah, I struggle to refer to this as standard countertop position. It, it, like John Arbuckle's at left behind the counter, Garfield's at right on the counter, but it's a whole other world from your standard um, opening. John is gloomy, um, chin in hand, just, just looks, I don't know if I've seen John Arbuckle this depressed before. And Garfield is- And that's saying a lot. Yeah, it really is. Like, it, maybe I'm just, you know, it's recency bias. I just, you know, I'm susceptible to whatever I'm looking at right now. But this might be the most depressed I've ever seen him. And Garfield bounces on like cheerfully from the right um, in that sort of cartoon bouncy thing that characters do where all four legs are, are extended, um, fully extended, you know, legs locked. And they're bouncing like a like a spring or something. Yeah, Garfield's very excited. Um, and that's panel one. <laughs> oh man, this is why I miss John Gibson. He would usually do a lot of the narration, um, and I would sort of daydream and then occasionally interrupt him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in panel two, uh, panel two, Garfield looks looks on at John. He sort of stopped bouncing. And John Arbuckle, I don't know if I have ever seen him this depressed. It might be recency bias, but he is like head in hand. He just looks so unhappy and depressed in this vote, in this picture. Um, final panel, John Arbuckle says to Garfield, I'm sorry, did I bring you down, old buddy? To which Garfield replies in thought, like a rock, old buddy. And Garfield is now kind of curled up and looks unhappy himself. Um, you know, if I'm being honest, I don't hate this one. 
Uh, yeah, I love all Garfield comics, so I don't either. <laughs> I would say uh, I, we're to a point where I hate a good mini Garfield comics, but this one, I I like a Garfield that's a I like a downer. I like it when Garfield's a little bit, you know, there, yeah. there, there's no forced frivolity. I think I have like two things to say here. I think mm-hmm. I love Garfield comics where it really feels like you read it and you think, well, that's a cat thing. Like that's actually a thing that happens. <laughs> like, yeah. Like cats really do mirror. If a cat is comfortable with you, mm-hmm. a lot of people who talk about how cats are just don't have cats and don't have cats that like them. But if a cat mm-hmm. likes you and they're comfortable with you, they will mirror, you know, everything about you and how you yeah. feel and how you act and, and so this is a thing that cats actually do. If you're depressed, a cat will get depressed. And uh, and number two is, uh, you know, I, I have a different perspective here from Chris, mm-hmm. which is that I have not been uh, here for the whole journey. So I, I, I took a leave of absence, obviously, because it's been a while since I was Fair. a co-host, the first time I was mm-hmm. a co-host. And so it's just interesting for me to see this stark shift in styles and to see, wow, you guys really have gotten pretty far along here. <laughs> because, And I'll tell you why it is. Garfield mm-hmm. has these distinct evolutionary changes mm-hmm. uh, that happen. And I've always thought the final evolutionary change is the the eggs, uh, excuse me, the eyes mm-hmm. uh, changing not just size but shape, mm-hmm. right? The eyes got bigger and bigger, and then they became like one like Sonic the Hedgehog eye. And then they stopped being circles and they started being eggs. And I refer to this as like the egg eyes. And I think there's, I've always thought the egg eyes was a downgrade. Uh, I personally, I've always thought the design peaked right before the Mm -hmm. egg eyes. And so it's interesting to see that change here. I also think it's interesting. I wanted to say we've officially gotten far enough along in the evolution of Garfield's design. Yeah. That it looks really weird when he's walking on all fours. It like there's something really does look at the design in that second panel there's something that feels really off about that <laughs> yeah it, re- it really looks wrong um do i think boy i think he was on all fours at some point last week and and looking great uh that listeners go back and check i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that but this this particularly panel two he looks he looks wrong yeah um there's also uh I, I think there's a weird duality and i don't know if like i haven't looked at a lot of the 90s and 2000s garfields because you know that's that's not that's not for me yet no spoilers so i don't know if this is the case later on but we're definitely in the era of big feet garfield but oh the yeah big i actually feet, they only what? appear when he's walking bipedally yeah, so you, you guys have. I did I, a while ago. I was helping a friend of mine. He was doing a video mm-hmm. on the evolution of Garfield costumes, mm-hmm. and I went ahead and kind of gave him notes on. I went and looked up all the dates, <laughs> like the first time and when he was walking constantly. Mm-hmm. And I actually wrote down the specific day he had big feet for the first time, mm. and I think it was 1981 or 1982. Uh, I would, you know I you- would believe, I would believe that. Um, I know we we've noted. We've noted the transformations of Garfield's feet, um, and it's definitely not the case. They didn't get bigger gradually; like it came on pretty suddenly. Yeah, it was, was just like one week they yeah. were just normal. And do you know what I think it was? I was paying attention to this mm-hmm. when I looked into this. I think it was literally the feet got big, 
to make it look cooler when Garfield kicks Odie. I think it, that's what it was. It definitely looks better when he kicks Odie with Bigby. There's, there's, I feel like we're maybe still in the period where there's not a lot of reliability as to the size of Garfield's feet. Um, like they're usually big now, but you'll still occasionally see him with small feet. Um, yeah, but I mean, we're certainly past that. One of the first changes that happened mm -hmm. with Garfield's design in 1980, I think, was um, there was this weird thing where he had a button nose. Oh, no, he didn't. He had a, uh, I called a mushroom nose. He had a mushroom he did. nose. Yes. And then it switched. And then it, there was this weird thing where it switched to a button nose and then it switched back <laughs> and it wasn't consistent for a while, but they, they, they ended up sticking with button, the button nose eventually. But I always thought it was weird when I went through them recently where I was like, they, they kept switching the nose back and forth in like 1980, but God, I had uh, forgotten about the mushroom nose. Yeah. We've been doing this for too long. Yeah. He, I, had, I, had, I mean, you, when you think about the early, early Garfield, there are all sorts of really obvious differences, you know, like Garfield's bigger, he's lumpier, he's fatter, his eyes are littler, et cetera, et cetera. The nose I had forgotten about. Yeah. Well, I think one of the main reasons is it's easy to forget mm -hmm. is Garfield had merchandise a lot later than people think he did. Mm. And um, merchandise I mainly came after he started getting full animated TV specials. And by right. that time, the nose was a button nose. Um, right. There was like a TV special that was like all about newspaper comics and there was like a very brief Garfield animation in that. Uh, I mm -hmm. think it was, I can't remember what it was called, but you can look this up. Just look up Garfield cartoon 1980. Right. And um, if you, that's the only animation where he has the mushroom nose and every other animation he has the button nose. So it's easy to forget because it's never on the merchandise. But I've always said that um, they should do a line of like vintage, of like classic Garfield merchandise of some kind i would kill mm. to have like a 1978 garfield plush I, okay then, here, here's my question though because i wonder like and and maybe this is part of the transition with the button nose as well contemporary garfield is just easier to draw and also probably easier to animate because he's a bunch of circles and you know ovals and i bet also like easier to make a plushie it would be hard to get an original Garfield plushy, like how would you even make that? He's so lumpy. Yeah, that's and true. I but would, course, I would I mean, also love a, an original Garfield plushy, though. 100%. I mean, it's easier today because back in the day, you know, when you had a Garfield plushy, they had all these hard parts, which made it look mm -hmm. better, kind of. Mm -hmm. You know, so it had the hard eyes and the hard nose. I mean, I'm staring right. at a bunch of my old Garfields right now. I have a bunch on my desk because <laughs> I, I'm, I'm where I film my videos right now, and there's just a pile of Garfield plushies when I swap them out every time I film. <laughs> But I mean, it'd be easier now because they don't do that. They just mm -hmm. give like a sewing machine that stitches on the eyes on straight onto the plush. I figure right. so. A, a mushroom nose is much easier to stitch than to mold. I think that's true. That's true. But um, oh, but, um, but th that is kind of a thing in in mm -hmm. China because China has a clothing line like a Garfield lifestyle brand, and they mm -hmm. have like classic. They have like quote classic Garfield merchandise that's just t-shirts and sweaters and really um and i've always i've i've been trying to get some of that imported because i like it so much just something cool about having a modern sweater that has 1978 garfield on it i really like the vibe i i do i'm i'm not here to criticize current garfield but i do 
I do think my favorite is that original early, early 1978 Garfield. I mm-hmm. just, I just love that look. Um, yeah. Listeners, while we're talking about uh, Garfield's look here, which I appreciate, um, it's maybe worth noticing or noting his body is tiny. He has really, really lost weight. Yeah, but he's also bigger than he used to be. I feel like in mm. right in at the turn of the of the decade in like 1979, 1980, he got like normal sized for a while. Do you remember that? He did. Yeah. Yeah, and he's and bigger it was now. Like it was like there was a reboot, and he was a kid in those yeah. those in like a year. Um, but he's bigger than he used to be. But he he has lost weight, something which no one will ever give him credit for. Yeah, like head relative to body size, he's this this cat has his his BMI is really low, I think. And I feel like um, if if you if you pull up like a modern drawing of Garfield next to normal, they have the same body shape. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. They're exactly <laughs> the same configuration. Garfield's just a little bigger, but like yeah, he's got like an bigger. extra. Yeah, he's got like an extra line yeah. to to imply like a double chin thing going on at the top of his stomach, and that's the that's the whole evidence that he's more he has more weight than normal would if normal was grown up. Yeah, um, this is listeners. This this may be more you know more discussion than this particular strip warrants but since we're talking <laughs> since we're talking about it I, I i noted this before but i i actually i really like this john arbuckle look um that we've been getting recently um i think early john didn't always grab me the way early garfield did and i think jim davis took a little longer to figure out how to draw John in sort of different configurations and get make his faces express it. But this one, like he really looks sad. I really feel sorry for him. At any rate. Um, oh, um, so oh, quick sorry, question. Please. Um, so I'm, I'm, you get, you sent me like a Google doc kind of thing showing our whole schedule. And there's this tab that doesn't have anything written down that says, <laughs> Days since Lyman appeared. Uh, uh, and I, I feel like we're far past the Lyman period. Because I don't think Lyman uh, lasted into a guide era. Do you guys actually, have you actually been keeping track of that or did you just forget? No, we we do. Um, I'm not sure. Is there a, is there a tab specifically for Lyman days? Or is there yeah, a, I, there should be like a column or something somewhere. Yeah, um, I guess so. But it says this is broken right now. So we don't actually know how many days it's been. Um, oh, oh, I see. Um, you know what? I think I do have that on the um, on the episodes page. So unless unless I'm mistaken, we are currently at 358 days since the last appearance of Lyman. Um, he was. Yeah, which means. Yeah, yeah. He was in one. Which what was that one? I wonder. I wonder the one if they're all in casts. Yeah, I wonder if. So it looks like uh, Sunday, April twenty fourth, nineteen eighty three, had a Lyman. But I wonder if there was one since then, because Garfield had a birthday. Not. Yeah, I was gonna that say. Yeah, it's if it's ago. been just over a year since the last Lyman. That means you've got about four years until the next Lyman appearance, <laughs> which was. 
Yeah, um, that's a fun fact. People, this is, I think, a really important part of the lore. I mean, I'm sure we've been talking too much in this one, but... It's fine. Yeah, it's... Lyman's a character who disappeared uh, in the early 80s. He stopped give, having lines, and for a while, he'd just be the person who showed up and reacted to things. And I'm pretty sure the last comic he was in was the one where they're all in casts. But, um, yeah, then in... And he disappeared for, I think, five years. And yeah. then Garfield had a 10th birthday, and he was at the 10th birthday. And it's this interesting thing to always point out because people always think Lyman disappeared because John murdered him. And it's like, well, if that's the case, why did Lyman show up five years later? You know, you could say John killed Lyman six years after he stopped being in the comic. But I mean, that doesn't ex- explain the five years where Lyman was gone. You know what I'm saying? Is it is it clear that that one time Lyman shows up that he's not a vengeful spirit of some kind? <laughs> well, I'm just saying he's with all these other... It's basically like every quote main character yeah. in the comic show. So like Liz is there, Irma is there. I think John's whole family is there and Lyman is there and Garf and the idea is it's Garfield's birthday and they've all shown up and that's the 10th anniversary comic. Right. And so it's like, um, well, you know, so I just always point out to that where it's like, well, look, Lyman appears five years after he quote disappeared. So, Clearly, he just moved out of town and gave John the dog. It's not yeah, that complex. Seems, <laughs> seems seems unlikely to be dead. Um, yeah. The listeners, I'm sure, don't need to be reminded of this. But um, yeah, April 24th, Sunday, April 24, 1983, um, John, and Ar- John and Garfield had a, a bubble bath-related injury. Yes. And they're both, both kind of in stitches and with bandages. And Lyman appears because... Jim Davis needed someone to deliver the setup line. Hey, John, what happened to you guys? Yeah. Uh, and, um, and I think he hasn't been back since. I think that's we are... correct. Because in my head, that was his final regular appearance. So I'm pretty oh, sure that's really? right. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I thought they were on cast last time Lyman was there. Uh, that's right. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. So that could be, again, like we haven't, I'm most, I, I've read, I mean, you know, Oh, oh, parting the kimono a little. Like I've obviously I've, I've read many of these, particularly when I was younger, um, but haven't been back through the continuity since then. So I honestly don't remember very clearly what happens in the later '80s and '90s. But it's been a not quite a year since uh, since the last appearance of Lyman, um, at least according to our days since Lyman column in the episodes tab of the spreadsheet. <laughs> Yeah, which yeah, for some reason is not showing up on the. Um, well, that's okay. On the well, we've uh, mentioned it here. We don't have to mention it. <laughs> yeah, for the, all the other podcasts I'm recording tonight. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, and and uh, I know I've, I've dragged this out for quite a while already. I apologize. Um, uh, listeners, I'll let you know you've been listening to being Jim Davis Garfield, bigger than you know. Um, I'm sure you don't need to be told this but you should check out Quentin reviews on YouTube. Um, uh-huh. Some astounding Garfield related investigative journalism among other oh, yeah. things. And I'm going to be um, making some more, hopefully. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. Well, listeners, I... listeners, keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> it is, I mean, look, we, we have a relatively niche listenership and so i'm assuming most of them already know who you are but those who do not 
you really, really do want to check out, um, at the very least, the Garfield-related content on Quentin Reviews because uh, there is some mind-blowing stuff there. Anyway. Yeah. Um, thank you very much. We thank you for your time and your attention. Good night, listeners. With the man and the cat and the left-hand family, the right-hand panel to God. With the man and the cat and the left-hand family, the right-hand panel to God. With the man and the cat and the left-hand family, the right-hand panel to God. With the right-hand panel to God. With the man and the cat and the left-hand family, the right-hand panel to God. With the right-hand panel to God. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.